Hear the word of the Lord. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Uh, Church, go ahead and have a seat. Thank you for being here today, and and thank you for letting me teach God's word to you uh, this morning. The fact that you're still sitting here and have not left yet implies consent, so I thank you for that. Uh, We are going to be abiding today. To abide is to remain, to cling to, to dwell in, hope, and to be. To begin, let's, let's pray and ask for God's help this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your care for us. Lord, thank you for your provision for us. Thank you for Jesus, the Son of God, the Word of God, who is the vine. Lord, I ask that your name would be magnified this morning that you would be glorified. Lord, it is you who is greatly to be praised. And I ask that the words from my mouth would be your words, Lord, that your word alone would be spoken and received, Lord. May the Holy Spirit do a good work here this morning through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So we jumped into the later part of John's gospel this morning. Uh, So let me take a moment to fill you in on on where we're at, on the context here. So uh, in Jesus' ministry, he, as you likely well know, had 12 close friends. Um, And these friends had been with him for the better part of three years during his ministry. Uh, They were perplexed, amazed, inspired, in awe, confused at times, excited, bewildered, and blown away for three years. They weren't the most educated men, they weren't of much accord, but they were with the Messiah throughout his ministry. And they love him dearly. 
And now at this point, they're at the Last Supper. So beginning in John 13 through the end of John 16, we have four chapters of John dedicated to these final moments of Jesus' life with his closest friends. He washes their feet. They have a meal together. Jesus calls out Judas and orders him away um, in John, uh, by John 13, 31, which initiates the, the great betrayal. And then with the 11, he prepares them for a life of ministry after his death. There have been teaching moments throughout their time together, but these last moments, this final night together, Jesus reminds them of some of the most important things that they are to remember. He teaches them about servanthood, gives them the new commandment to love one another, comforts them that though he is going away, he's preparing a place for them to be reunited with him. He teaches about the unity of father and son, and he teaches what it means to obey, what it looks like to obey, and encourages them not to be afraid. That's just in two chapters of John and some high points. There's, there's others in there for sure. Now imagine how fresh some of those concepts were. If you've been in the church for years or decades, now this new commandment to love one another doesn't feel so new anymore. But for them, they are overwhelmed with all of Jesus' teachings. Three years of just getting, you know, when someone starts a new job, they say a lot of times um, it's like drinking from a fire hose. I can only imagine.